I will never not be scared by that. <laughs> Gotta it's love Graham. Alright, hello everyone. Welcome to another episode of The Outlet. Today we have another very special guest, and that is Dara Johnson. That's your hello, last name, right? Yes, it is. You're right. Okay. <laughs> so proud, man. Thank you. My memory, my memory does not fail me. So, mm. how are you guys doing this week? What is what has life been like? I'm uh, Jar. Would you like to go first? Right, go ahead. Yeah. Uh, so I'm currently getting ready to present about Tahoe at my church this week. That's oh, right. Um, so I. I'm like, I just finished working on my slides today and recorded myself, like, like, quote, how long it took for me to go through the whole thing. Mm-hmm. And I was really hoping to hit 20 minutes, and I hit 30. And oh. so, I'm a bit over where I wanted, but I'm assuming that I'm going to be talking really fast because I'm going to be nervous, and I'm going to forget to talk about a couple things. And so I'm thinking that better be overprepared than underprepared in this situation. Right, yeah. and I think it's okay if you go like a couple minutes over, because like, exactly. then everyone just has to stay like a couple minutes later. Yeah, and like I mean, cut the content out. Most of them are old, so they don't have like actual lives or anything they can complain about. Will be, will be dang, <laughs> roasted. <laughs> really, Me. just out for the elderly. <laughs> What if there was an elderly person listening to this? I don't... I mean, there could be an elderly person listening to this. It is, like, public on Spotify. Anyone can just listen to it. Actually, that actually kind of transitioned into, like, a question I have. So I was yeah. kind of talking about this. So my friend wanted to start a podcast with me. Where it's like, mm-hmm. yeah, just, like, two Christian guys and, like, just, like, talk about various topics. And so I was talking about it with another friend, and I was like, yeah, I actually had this, like, podcast in Tahoe that, like, kind of started as a joke, but, like, then it became a thing, and now we're doing outside of Tahoe, and then she really wanted to see it. And so I'm kind of curious, like, is this something that, like, can be published or made known, or should it be made known to the outside world? Um, that's a good question. Because I've been erring on the side of no, and just, like, yeah, telling everyone, like, no, you can't listen to this. Like, not even telling them how to find it and stuff. But, right. I don't know, I guess I, that's because I feel like this is, like, more personal. Like, it is a podcast where I'm talking to the Tahoe people, and we're talking about Tahoe a good bit and stuff. And so it would, like, be weird for someone who wasn't in Tahoe to listen to it, because they just, like, wouldn't understand a whole lot of things. Right. Yeah, and it's like, let's say if someone you knew was listening to it, it's like, they're, you know, obviously listening it for, like, the Jeffrey aspect, but it's like, who are these two other random people? And, like... Yeah. I don't know. In my eyes, it's like, I would consider ourselves, like, a podcast, but not, like, a serious podcast. Where, like, we're trying to grow and like make revenue or something like that it's just like kind of just like goofing off if you will and catching up if we do get enough listeners like we can like start getting sponsorship but i'm not really interested in that 
I feel like this sponsorship. Pod- this podcast is not really like a commercial venture. Yeah, I don't. I don't know about you, Jeffrey, but I don't feel like. Or I I don't have that vision for that. All right, and for this, that. For this that, day, right? local. Yeah, but like we're talking about like Jesus and stuff, and then we're like, I would like to take a moment to thank our sponsor for today, Rage Shadow Legend. Like, <laughs> Dude, let's go. <laughs> That's true. Rage, like, two minutes. Get like a couple hundred bucks. Seems like a win-win to me. You know that that is a good point. Um, if the Lord, if the Lord gives us abundant, an abundant audience, mm-hmm. who are we to you know turn down a Rage Show yeah. Legend sponsor? And because of the Jesus podcast, we'll tie the eleven percent of our earnings. Ooh! Wow! Yeah! So spiritual. No, extra Jesus points. I try. I try. <laughs> uh, what did tracks that always say? Like that's like a thirteen, level thirteen or something. Yeah. Or level twelve. Level. <laughs> but Nara, how have you been? I've been really busy. Um, my work is keeping me really occupied, and that takes a lot of mental and emotional energy since I work with preschoolers. Oh. So I'm hurting three-year-olds for five hours a day. But Hurting? Hurting like cats or sheep. Uh. They're more... <laughs> They're more like cats. Okay. <laughs> I know me and Jeffrey thought you said hurting like damaging no like h-e-r-d-i-n-g like a herd oh. i was like what did she say no i do not injure the children <laughs> they injure each other Emotionally. i don't have to do it and you just watch no i try to intervene you're, you're you do, do you they do the work that? for you yeah they hurt each other and i just try to keep them from hurting themselves and each other and then how many how many hours a week do you work? Uh, 25. On top of school? I'm only taking one class right now, so... Oh. Uh, yeah. And then I do... What class are you taking? Spanish. Oh. Oh. So... Are you fluent in Spanish? No. <laughs> Is it like Spanish 1? Yeah. I've never taken Spanish before, so... Oh, wow. Not so then what... I took French in high school. Oh. And you're fluent in French, right? No, not at all. Oh. I do not recall very much of it, but... um, Is your grandma French? No. Oh. I think all of my... I don't think any of my family members... Okay, I'm thinking of someone else. ...family speak a different language, but... Yeah, that's been. You, it's been fun to learn Spanish, though, so far. Could you say something in Spanish? Like, what do you want me to say? I'm Dora. Dara. Me llamo Dara. No. <laughs> Never mind. I was trying to. Soy Dara. Yeah. Oi! Hola! Soy Dara. Oh. 
I don't watch Dora the Explorer very much. What? Uh, That's like my Saturday morning routine. Yeah, I just go to ballet like all day on Saturday, so. I bet Jeffrey does too, but he does. He listens to Dora. Yeah, dance to Dora music. That EDM hard style Dora. (laughs) For sure. (laughs) But. Somewhere out there. So, um. We are. We're talking about. Um. Was it. Parents and stuff? Uh, parenting, yeah. Parenting. And stuff. Yeah. To all the parents out there. Among the Tahoe crew especially, there's just so many parents. Exactly. Staff. This will be very relevant to the students, I'm sure. Oh, well, the the issue is, Landon, but I didn't add the staff to the outlet chat, or whoever made it. Kelsey Chambles. She's Mm -hmm. a parent. Yeah. So, like, you know, on Slack, when you make a channel, whoever made, like, the big server, like, whoever yeah. made the server is automatically added. So, if mm-hmm. Kelsey, coinc- or by chance, listens to this, this is for you. <laughs> Me, Lynn, and Dar are going to give you advice. <laughs> or if someone adopted a child. You know, You're saying, like, like- in the last, like, month and a half if someone adopted a child. You know, I know adoption takes a while, but, like, if maybe it was in the process while they were mm-hmm. in Tahoe. Mm-hmm. Um, Stranger things have happened. Could be a possibility. Nothing is impossible with the Lord. Also, I, what do you mean yeah. stranger things have happened? <laughs> I don't have specific experience. Uh, God became a man and came to Earth. That was pretty strange. Yeah. Oh, I thought you meant on the mission. No. <laughs> I was like, can I have an example? No, that was not based in experience. <laughs> Alright, but... So... Um, I, would, I would like to interject before we move forward. Um, If someone did adopt a child in the last month and a half, uh, who do y'all think it would be? Well, we have to get a roster, I'd say. Um, let me just pull up Slack real to, quick. I can, I can read out everyone's name real fast if you want, if that'll help you. Uh, that's okay, I'm on my phone right now. Alright, cool, cool, cool. So, I feel like if anyone... Like, including staff? I think we have... No, out of the students. I think if we're going to be analytical, we have to kind of first, you know, think who is the most, um, like, parental-like figure. And, like, actually, we don't have to think about that because it's very obvious. It's Father Brown. It's Father Brown and Fish. Father Brown and Mama Fish. Of course. So, like, it's got to be... I would say one of the two. Mm. Who's your money on? Who's my money on? Yeah, brown or fish. Brown. <laughs> I would say. I would say brown. Father Brown. Oh. 
I would say fish. I would also say fish. Really? Yeah. Um, the the first reason I give is um he's going to be done with school in like a month and a half or so. Oh, that's true. And so like he'll like he has plans like to go and like work for crew and have a big boy job and so he can like support a child. Um yeah. big boy job. Yep, big boy job. I love As that opposed term. to a little boy job. It's a good one. Yeah. If there's a big boy yeah. job, that means that implies that there's a small boy job. Yeah. So that's your small boy occupation. See, I, I can't really give like a reason why I picked Jersey Brown. Um, but I can kinda like maybe pull a couple reasons like out of my head that don't really make any sense. Go for it. That's what um, we do on this podcast. Huh? That's what we do on this podcast. So, Jersey Brown is dating Juliana Caval- Cav- Cavallini. Yeah. Cavallani. Um, it's the first one. Maybe she could pitch in and help and kind of support that on the side. Interesting. Um, and then there's that kind of like dynamic of, you know, like a strong male and a strong female model for the child. Whereas if it was just fish, it would just be the strong male model mm-hmm. um so you're so you're saying that instead of like living together before marriage to determine compatibility you should just raise a child together before marriage yeah exactly interesting all right because like but... well no i i'd say instead of adopting you first go into foster care and if it doesn't work out then you can... <laughs> send the child back and then you're in the clear okay um but my thing is another another reason why fish would do great at uh if he was the one who had the kid mm-hmm. is uh most fish abandon their young at hatching so like he could just like get the kid the the kid and then just like dip as fish do i got dark and then boom what anymore okay my thing at least the kid was being left with a foster <laughs> you're just saying fish would just leave the child oh, that's it's science that's what fish do man then I'm explain nemo nemo doesn't the dad stay with him he goes and searches um, for him when yeah, he, he was obviously an overbearing pet. explain that what that he's overbearing oh i didn't hear you then say that yeah, he's he's an overbearing bear. An overbearing bear? Parent. Oh. Well, he's still there. Yeah. But much more than he should have been, as you can tell watching the movie. But like, even though he's overbearing, it doesn't really justify this assumed fact that fish will leave their children. Mm. So he can kinda like take the case of Nemo. And then we kind of like have to ask the question: Is Fish going to be like the parent in Nemo, or do you have to be like the parent in Nemo to stay with your child? Which then kind of asks the question: Is it possible to not be overbearing and be with your child as a fish? Interesting. So, 
That is a good question. What is being too overbearing as a parent? Should mm. you send your kids out to school? Should you homeschool them? How much should you punish them? When should you let them date? These are all such interesting questions that we shall be discussing on today's episode. Uh, that was a really that good transition. <laughs> I was like, we are, we are really getting off course here. And I was like, how, how are we going to pull this back in? Oh my goodness. Let's I love all, that let's... question. Love the question like, yeah, who who on the Tahoe trip would most likely adopt a child? Although, if we're going to use time as an part of the equation, Rai did have more time than everyone else had. What do you mean? Well, because she had to go home early. She would have had more time to adopt a child. But oh. I feel like we've spent too much time on this topic. Yeah, we'll, we'll leave it up in the air. Uh, um, leave, your, leave your answers in the, uh, in the comments. Except we don't have comments because we're on Spotify. I don't know. DM us, guys. No, give, us, give us a voice recording of your argument for who would most likely adopt a child. Oh, yeah. Um, person who has the best reasoning will get to guest star on next week's episode. Or you could just ask. Please just ask. You don't have to earn it. <laughs> no. no, you do not. By the way, we need more people. We do. <laughs> Once again, thank you, Dara, for coming on today's yes, podcast. Yes, thank you, Dara. <laughs> next time, I should get, like, a sound effects board. So I can <laughs> play some, like, yes, applauding or something. Thank you, thank you. Or, you know, like, the football intro? Or, like, the NFL? Yeah. I should get that on a soundboard so I can play it at the start. But. Here. Let's see, let's see how this goes. This one. All right. All right. Anyway, I'm gonna get away from time to get the woohoo noise. Um. So yeah. So let's start off with the the first one of those. Uh, homeschooling. What do y'all think about homeschooling? Would you like to take the lead, uh, Sure, Ari? I will be formulating my thoughts as we go, so hopefully this makes sense. Oh. That's the Great. way we go. Um, mm-hmm. As someone who was homeschooled all the way through um, by my parents, I like homeschooling, um, but I think for some parents, it's not a good option. Just like from the parents, some parents that I've seen think that they need time away from their kids or they're not willing to like invest and learn how to be a good teacher to their kids. Like, um, yeah, it takes like I feel like my parents did a good job of learning how to like teach as well as just be parents. 
but there are parents that may not have the time or the desire to learn that. Right, like, you gotta love the kid, but, like, you also have to take the time to teach the kid, and, like, mm-hmm. that can definitely be a hard balance, especially because it's, like, I feel like that's a pretty good example of, like, or at least in my mind, it makes me think of, like, truth and grace. Like, when do you teach the kid, and when do you love the kid? Yeah. Because, like, you gotta do both, and it's, like, essential that you find a balance because obviously too much and like of either side and it'll really mess with the kid. <laughs> I think um homeschooling is really good. It has really I feel like it's good because it shows or like because you're always watching the kid, the kid isn't gonna do anything that's like really stupid. And in like my experience, it's helped me I don't wanna like sound arrogant, but like become more mature than the kids around me that were like being public schooled because like obviously if you know your parent isn't watching you um you kind of have one more freedom and i believe that kids shouldn't have you know all the freedom in the world and then also i think it's good that um you get to teach your kid what you want because, like, in public schools, like, you don't really know what they're telling your kid. And, like, they could kind of, like, put some ideas on their mind that, you know, shouldn't even be there. Like, what kind of gender are you or whatnot? Which I think mm-hmm. is pretty bad. But, yeah. yeah. So, are you done? <clears throat> I don't want to cut you off. No, you can go ahead. All right, cool. Um, so I think homeschooling has a lot of advantages. I think it also has a lot of disadvantages. I was homeschooled through ninth grade, and I did ninth grade again because my mom thought it'd be cool if I had the whole high school experience. Um, but so I found a lot of advantages because I did feel like I matured faster than my peers. I did learn a lot better because I was always at my own pace and I didn't have to keep up with any other students. And so in a subject I was really good at, I could just go very quickly through it and something I was bad at, I could take more time. Um, And I really appreciated that. But I think an issue with homeschooling is that some parents, like Dara was talking about, some like they're not equipped to teach their parents or to teach their kids well. Like my mother's really bad at science. So she just didn't teach us science. Oh. And so to date, the only science classes I've taken is biology, physics, and chemistry in high school, and then those last two again in college. And so, like, people talk about, like, clouds or something, and I have no idea, because I've just never studied those in any class. Think of Final Fantasy. Yes, yeah, with the Buster board, <laughs> definitely. Um, yeah, so I think that homeschooling isn't something that every parent should do because they're, like, just not equipped for it. And if you are going to homeschool, like, you have to make sure you're, like, you're working for it, you're working at it. You're not just being like, oh, hey, let me just, like, hand them a math, a math textbook and be like, you got this. Right. Yeah, I think, like, later in the years, like, that's what my mom kind of did. And, like, it, I think it is a good skill to, like, 
learn how to teach yourself. Yeah. Um, and like granted, I still like can be better at that, but I think it sets like a good kind of like foundation. Um, but like that being said, if there's something you don't understand and like, you know, obviously it's a textbook and like, you know, we're all in college and we all know that textbooks aren't the best for learning. So like if there's something that as a kid you don't understand, it's going to be really frustrating. Um, just not having that. Mm-hmm. Um, one other thing I don't like about homeschooling is like the social aspect. I was aspect. going to bring that up if you didn't. Because mm. so um, <laughs> like, so, you know, I was homeschooled through and through. And let's see, we went to a couple co-ops. It was every like Tuesday and Thursday. So you weren't homeschooled? <laughs> huh? So you weren't actually homeschooled? No, I wasn't at I wasn't at home twenty four seven. Yeah, no, he wasn't an actual homeschooler. Hey, neither are you. <laughs> yeah, but I was in that phase. This is cultural appropriation. If you say you're a homeschooler, Landon, I, I guess it's subjective. Sure. Because I was being schooled in a home. Uh huh. I wasn't in a public school. Uh huh. Anyway, we're not arguing about this. I'm gonna finish Continue, my. Continue, please. So, <laughs> you know, obviously, you know, go out like twice a week, and then maybe like church, and so that's maybe like three kind of like outings, and that's like a couple hours. And like, I was super introverted, and I never really knew how to like talk to anyone or hold a conversation up until like 16, and that was when I started working at my first job, and like was forced to talk to people. And so, like, I think it's good, but I think, you know, obviously having that skill of talking to people is, like, essential for everyone. Yeah, mm-hmm. I had a very similar, like, experience as far as not really being able to, not really knowing how to be, like, social with, like, people I didn't know mm. until I was, until I started working. Um... And I don't know how to, like, mitigate that issue specifically. Yeah, I I don't think it... I want to say... Instinctually, I want to say, I don't think it can be, but I feel like there must be a, like, a solution out there. I think, like, extracurriculars can help, but... Like... I did, I've done, like, ballet and, like, the Awana, like, Bible club at my church. Like, I did those, like, all the way up through uh, high yeah. school. But, from when I was, like, five, but I still didn't feel super socially confident. And, like, entering a group was difficult, I guess, so. I guess if, like, you're a parent, like, you have to kind of, like, ask the question. And I think kind of like what Jeffrey did is better because you know, like being homeschooled up until ninth grade and then being going into high school because then mm-hmm. you kind of like gain that foundational stuff where like your brain is a little more what's the word like moldable I'm, I'm mm-hmm. forgetting the word but then when you go into high school you're a little older and you already have some established values and 
I think like it's important to ask like okay if you know if my kid you know graduates and obviously grows up they're going to be put in the real world and they're going to have to learn how to talk to people and so you have yeah. to ask like is this ability to talk to people more important than what they believe in my child or for my child is it more important to have a social skill or like good beliefs mm-hmm. yeah. i guess if you're homeschooled fully um then like having a job in high school while you're of that age um having a job outside the home could help because then you're not like yeah. being taught like you're just working not like all of your education right. is from a different standpoint. It's just you get practice in the real world. Right, I feel like that's kind of like another can of worms, because like, what if the kid doesn't want to work? Yeah, I think one thing that really helped me out a whole lot being homeschooled is um. Every single week on Saturdays when I was young, we would just go out to a comic book shop for a couple hours and play a miniature war game with, like, 50 and 40-year-old <laughs> men, which, like, it was really weird, but, like, I just talked to these people, and they just talked to me like I'm a normal person, and, like, that just helped me grow a lot of social skills, and then as I got older, we stopped doing that. And so I started going to a local park and LARPing, which is live-action role-playing, so it's running around hitting people with foam swords. But, like, again, it was just, like, me with, like, some adults and just having casual conversations with them. And it just really helped me grow and just understand how to talk to people. Mm. And it was really weird going from that to high school because I'd never spent that much time around people before. But also all the people I was used to interacting with were so much older and more mature. It was so weird. Like, right. I felt like I was, like, talking to little kids, even though they were my peers. Right, because if you think about it, like, adults have, like, you know, X amount of years talking to people. Mm-hmm. And, like, you only need, like, a couple years to kind of learn how to hold a conversation. But then, mm-hmm. like, you go back to, like, high school, and, yeah, it's, like, these kids probably never thought about that kind of stuff and like they're probably just thinking about like having fun Mm. and not really investing in like those deeper emotional kind of connections with others yeah and now i've learned so much about social interactions that i'm giving a speech for my speech class next week about how to build relationships Nice. I read it. Yep, yep. It, uh, I can, yeah, I can uh, send a recording to y'all. Um, it's four basic points. Uh, you watch them. You listen to them. You extrapolate. And then you respond. Interesting. Yep, yep. I, I'm trying to think of a joke to make it sound creepy. Oh, no, it, it definitely sounds creepy, like, <laughs> watching them, listening to them. Extrapolating. Yeah, no, it's weird. Like, I have written down, like, in my, like, main theme, like, watch them, parentheses, in not a creepy way. <laughs> Listen to them. Observe. 
listen to them. Observe their <laughs> patterns. Find their habitual weaknesses. See when they're alone. Go in oh. for the kill. Well, no, you go and talk to them, and if they reject you, then you go in for the kill. Goodness, Brandon. No, you go, you go to talk to them with the agenda. And then take their stuff. Oh, just take their stuff? Yeah. Oh, that's just theft. That's not theft. Petty theft. Oh, yeah. Like, come on, this, this, is is a Christian, this is a good Christian podcast. We're not going to do anything too debaucherous. Well, why do you call it good? I thought none was good but God. Mm, that's true. This is actually a really bad Christian podcast. <laughs> Broken, Actually, can we just pause and talk about that kind of statement when Jesus says nothing sure. good but God? Yeah, he, he is God. He is. So when he says, "Why do you call me good?" He kind of implies that he like isn't good to that guy. Oh yeah. So that's one of my like. Jesus says some hilarious things. That's one of my, like, in my opinion, funny statements from Jesus. Just kind he's of like, like why are you calling me good? Like, he's messing with the guy. Because okay. he knows he is good, but the other guy doesn't know he's good. It's, some, right. it's something that I would say. It's like, you're right, but I'm going to bully you as if you're wrong, because you don't know you're right. I think... So are you saying you're good? No. Okay. I also Thanks. don't know if that, because that was the rich young ruler. Um, I just looked it up, but I don't know if he believed that Jesus was God. Yeah. So then, oh yeah. Jesus saying so. that would be like, well, why are yeah. you calling me good if no one is good but God alone, and you don't believe I'm God? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because the the kid's right, but the kid doesn't know that he's right. Yeah. Right. And so he kind of wants to, like, prove him, or kind of make him learn by proving him wrong. Mm-hmm. Yeah, cool. Thank you. Yep. I'm trying to, I'm trying to cut, cut these rabbit holes off before they go too crazy. <laughs> um... So we talked about homeschooling. What is yeah. the uh, the next subject? Uh, so the next one was punishments. Uh, mm. So like, um, so I guess like the first one, like the really common ones, like what do y'all think about spanking your kids? Ooh, it's a it's a fun topic. Yeah. Um, so you actually, I'm kind of. I, I, thought kinda... it was, I thought it was just Dara that hurt kids. Huh? <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. We can't just assume it's just Dara in this call. Don't make assumptions oh, okay. about that. I apologize, Landon. Do you yeah, hurt don't kids? Make... Kids? Jeffrey, don't make assumptions <laughs> that I don't hurt kids. <laughs> you have my deepest apologies, Landon. Let me ask, Landon, okay. do you hurt I forgive kids? you. Huh? I forgive you. Do you hurt kids, Landon? Uh, in video games. Okay. So, like, in Skyrim, I get the, uh, that certain mod. <laughs> um. Goodness. Anyway, 
I kind of joke about like spanking because, so you know, like in the friend group, with, like crew and like Bible study, um, no one has been spanked except me and this other guy. And this other guy, he's an immigrant from Africa, and of course, my dad is Brazilian. So I like to say, you only get spanked if your parent is an immigrant. Interesting. Um, but I think it works. I don't know. I've really looked too much into it. I think it can be very dangerous, but I feel like there's like there has to be a very, very like strict and like healthy balance to the use of spanking because like obviously if you go overboard that's like traumatic experience blocked. Yeah. So I would say like it should only be done in like the worst case scenario. Or a very, very bad scenario. Okay, so like what what would you give as an example of that? Um I don't know kids that well, but I feel like maybe if my kid was like going around and see, I can't even like think of an example because I I'm not a parent, so I don't know like what's the worst thing a kid can do. Goodness, Landon, this podcast is about us telling people how to. You need to you need to be able to give examples. All right, let me Google this real quick. What's the worst thing a kid can do? I mean, I like, like obviously, right? Like obviously, a kid can like do genocide or something. But like, yeah, yeah, that is not going to happen about, realistically. Like if a kid, if a kid intentionally so, guess... goes behind your back when you've told them not to do something or not to go somewhere, and they. Do, they do it behind your back. That I feel like that's like, alright, hey little Timmy, don't do that, etc, etc. I'm not going to spank you, because like, that's not very, that's not good parenting in my eyes. Okay. Because like, if... I feel like kids don't really know better. Yeah. What if what if your kid just like just starts dropping the f bomb even though he knows he's not supposed to? That <laughs> that'd be kind of funny. Um, but even then, I don't feel like that's like worth spanking. What if what if he like punches his sister and bites his brother? Maybe then. Maybe if, like, the kid is, like, gone, like, you know, full crackhead mode or something, and just starts beating up the siblings, and, like... Okay. Oh, no, 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 okay. I got one. All Imagine right. there's, like, a leather couch, and, like, a kid is, like, you know, ripping it, and, like, even though you told him, you gotta respect it, and, like, yeah. making a mess of things. Mm-hmm. Or, no, no, no. I actually have another really good one. So, the kid comes back up to you, asks you for a portion of his inheritance, leaves you, squanders all the money you've given him on prostitutes and gambling, 
And then he's broke. So what does he do? He starts eating pig food. <laughs> and then he eventually comes back to you. Mm-hmm. Actually, this is a really bad example because it's not. <laughs> um, um, yeah. But yeah, I would say it's like damaging property. You know, he shouldn't. Or okay. He shouldn't. What about you, Dar? What do you think of spanking? I was, I was never really like spanked growing up. Um, my mm-hmm. parents. This is a rather weird punishment, I guess. But they had the like paint stir sticks from Home Depot, which are like a very lightweight wood, so they didn't hurt that much. And they don't actually like inflict mm-hmm. injury, mm-hmm. Um, but it's enough to be to like hurt for like or sting for like a minute. Um, so we would get mm-hmm. that was how we were punished, but it was only like five or ten at the most for like lying. Um, okay. Wait, wait your, your parents took reps? No. Did you only get a single spanking? <laughs> no, it was with... It was like you get, like, five swats on the leg with a lightweight wood stick. <laughs> they were doing reps. That is wait, reps. Wait, Landon, your parents only hit you once when they were spanking you? Yeah, it was with a belt. That sounds... Like, it would inflict more injury, honestly. Bro, even when I got hit by a belt, it was still wraps. Huh? Even when I got hit by a belt, it was still wraps. I never just got one. Okay, I feel like that isn't good, because once you've spanked them once, like, the message has gotten across. But that's my opinion. I, don't know if you... I think it depends. Like with a belt, that would hurt a lot more. Um, so I think it's mm-hmm. just like dependent on how much like pain the individual punishment causes. As far as how many times you repeat yeah. it, yeah. I feel like you shouldn't. You shouldn't be seeking to cause pain to your child. You should be seeking to teach them, and like obviously, you can use pain as a tool for that, but, like, from, like, the start that shouldn't be your intent to yeah. like, hurt the child. Because that's Yeah, abuse. I think my yeah. my guideline for that is like, for physical punishment is that the parent or whoever is administering the punishment cannot be angry when doing it. Because mm-hmm. then they will lose control. Yeah. So if they need to, like, mm-hmm. take a break and then come back and talk about it and administer punishment, then they should do that rather than just, like, beating the child. Yeah. So, my personal thoughts is I'm anti-spanking, actually, as a kid who was spanked a whole lot growing up. Um, yeah, Mr. Belt Rips. Yeah, I, like... <laughs> Being spanked isn't something that I look back on. I think it had a negative impact on me. Like, I think I am, like, a very responsible and, like, a very responsible person these days, like, tries to stick to the rules. But I don't think that's so much the spankings. I think that's just, like, the kind of person I am. I, like, I see other people, like, breaking the rules, and I just, it upsets me and annoys me, and I don't want to be that person. Mm. Um... 
but like if you look at the studies of like what spanking does to children like it it very often like like it's very rarely a positive and if you look at the bible verse um folly is bound up in the heart of a child but the rod of discipline drives it far from him like i don't think the rod of discipline necessarily has to be like physical punishment i put on the child i think like you can like discipline and punish your child by like one thing that <clears throat> my parents made me do a couple times when i was a kid is they just like give me a walmart plastic bag and they tell me to go outside and pick weeds until i had the whole bag filled mm. and like yeah i wasn't getting spanked but i was learning like responsibility of having to like pay for my actions right but, like it didn't like i was also learning like to go and garden because that's a good thing to learn like there was multiple <laughs> good parts to it um but yeah that, this doesn't mean that i'm like oh you can't punish your children at all because then they'll hate you i've heard people say that but like you should only have positive reinforcement no negative reinforcement in your kids i think that's a bad discipline idea. needs to be right. there because yeah. then but like there are yeah i agree that there are a lot of more effective consequences in a lot of areas than just like physical ones that are completely separated from the infraction if you will right so i feel like if we take like the picking weeds example like that's a little more i would say it's actually better than spanking because like you get the discipline you get like paying for your actions like you get that with spanking you get that with the weeds but like with the weeds you also like one, it's a little more drawn out, and, like, the kids by themselves, maybe they have more time to think about their actions. Mm-hmm. And two, it's, like, it's not painful, it just isn't fun, and it's, like, it's still a punishment, and it still, like, gives them that, like, teaching, like Jeffrey was talking about, like, with the gardening and whatnot. Well, and, like, may have been, may have been uh, a little painful. This is the South Carolina summer. It's not, it's not nice to be outside during it. Well, yeah. Well, my, my point is, like, it's not it's still a punishment regardless. Yeah. And, like, you don't have to worry about, like, the abusive aspect of it. Mm-hmm. I might use that. Yeah. I- I'll say you if I do. Yeah. My parents were very creative with their punishments. There was one time, I don't remember what I did, but it was really bad. And so I was handed a pair of, uh, like, school scissors. Mm-hmm. You know the type? Mm-hmm. Like the ones that like sometimes have trouble cutting paper? Um, I was handed them, and I was told to go cut the backyard. Wow. What? The backyard, the whole thing. With, With the scissors. Huh? I was out there for like three hours before they just called me back in. That is excessive. That's so, yeah. That's so weird. Yep. Um, they were, think- they were they were good at coming up with punishments that were just, like, telling me to go do something, and, like, it took them, like, zero effort. Like, there was one where it was just, like, lay down, face down on the floor, and just, like, stay there and don't move. Wait. And think about what you've done. Okay, that one's kind of funny. Do you think they were, like, laughing when they told you to do that? Um... 
they had to have occasionally. Like, when they told me to go outside with scissors and cut the lawn, there's no way I didn't step outside, and then they, like, giggled to themselves. <laughs> like, well, this, he's actually doing it. He's actually doing it. He's not just leaving. Wow. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, that's, that's pretty funny. If, if I do say so myself. <laughs> Obviously, you shouldn't, though, be seeking to find enjoyment through punishing your child hey. doing weird stuff. Trying to be content in all things. I feel so like that's... No, that's joy. completely out of context. What? No. Never. I would never pull a verse out of context. <laughs> I would never greet each other with a holy kiss. I mean, that was not even out of context. He just, like, just says that in passing. There's no context for that verse. Well, what if I approached a female friend? Do you think I should greet her with a holy kiss? Um, I think it's something that you, depending on the relationship you have with her, I think it's a good thing to go in for. Like, do it, bro. See what happens. Um, like, it's... Kissing someone is very stigmatized. Kissing someone is very stigmatized here in the U.S. Like, in other countries, like, they just, like, kiss each other on the cheek when they're greeting See, each other. that is exactly what someone who works, or who has been in an ROTC would say. But, yes, you are absolutely correct. Listen, bro, we didn't kiss on the lips all the time, okay? Um, but, yeah, yeah like... In Brazil, they do that. They go to, like, like kiss mm-hmm. each cheek. But it's not, like, an actual kiss it's more no, like you're, yeah it's, you're, you're tapping the sound effect yeah next, mwah, mwah. Et next cetera, time I you and i'll go in for it okay yeah hearing I'll go in for the kill. hearing like the cheek kiss yeah. referred to as just like the sound effect is just really entertaining thanks guys <laughs> the sound effect <laughs> it is quintessential I don't even know what that word means, but it sounds cool. It is quintessential to the podcast to talk about kissing. Um, I, you're not really using the word wrong. Would you say it's necessary huh? to the identity uh, of the podcast? It's a core part of it? Okay. Then oh, use yeah, it correctly. Sure. That's yeah. how we got here. Talking yeah. about gay stuff. Even though kissing isn't gay. No. Yeah. It's a, as we figured out, it's okay to kiss the homies goodnight. Yeah. Well. Yeah. yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let that slide. I'm going to ignore so that. So speaking of. I'm not oh, saying it's. Ahead. Huh? I'm not saying it's not okay. I'm, I'm just saying we can't use that as a universal. Or an objective statement i mean i can you just don't want me to so speaking of that's true and you should do everything i want you to to feed into my power complex you're good sorry speaking of kissing uh what do you think about letting kids date that was a beautiful transition Um, um kids absolutely not 
Nope, never. You know, like if you're like a 12, 13 year old, I'm like, oh my goodness, I met my wife in the <laughs> algebra. It's like, done, you, first of all, like, no, just no. That's if um, you're homeschooled, that'd be really weird. Oh, yeah. Actually, maybe I'll let that slide. No. Whoa! <laughs> what did he say? <laughs> um. I would say earliest a kid can date is like maybe sixteen, but like even then, it's like still not really like the full concept or grasp of like what a romantic relationship should look like. Mm-hmm. But I guess it depends on like each kid. Yeah, it's definitely going to be like a a case by case basis, because like most people, if they're dating in high school. They're probably not, hey, let me go find myself a wife who has a good personality and likes Jesus. Like, that's not the stereotypical kid in high school. And so, like, if a kid is dating in high school, they're probably not doing it for the best reasons. But, like, they might be. Like, that social have, like, status. Huh? Yeah. That social status. So you just gotta, like, talk to your kid and, like, find out, like, why they're interested in dating who they're interested in dating, what interests them about this person. I think that's going to be, like, one of the key parts of that is just going to be the relationship you have with your kid. Like, if you have that really close bond with them, you'll be able to have, excuse me, conversations like that. But if you're just, like, a distant parent who's like, hey, what you learn at school today? Mm, Nothing. And that's your interactions. Like, you're not going to know them, so you're not going to be able to know, like, why they want to date. Right. I How about you, Dara? Not super, um, like rigid about like the age. I think like sixteen, eighteen is when it starts. When I start to be less, less iffy about it. But, mm. but, uh, yeah. So really, like, I really don't like when people treat. They're like little kids, like almost sexualizing them, but not quite. Like treating their like kindergartners like they're meant for each other, or like when they see like right. a little boy and a little girl who are friends, and they're like, "Oh my gosh, they're so cute!" Like treating it like a relationship. Because I'm, I'm convinced that yeah. there is no like meaningful romantic relationship possible when you're like eight years old oh yeah definitely yeah yeah because like they just haven't even like they don't have that in mind it's just like oh here's just like yeah, a friend so having the parents like, mm-hmm. this is fun to be around encouraging that or like just constantly like putting that like romantic like filter on it it just really rubs me the wrong way <laughs> right yeah it's not good parenting because then yeah. it's like you're kind of like forcing. Yeah, they would never come up with that on their like, own. Like forcing your child to like be with that. Most likely not. Right. And it's like what kid even knows about the concept of dating? Mm-hmm. Let alone like how to date. Yeah. I think like one of the worst parts about that is that's like reinforcing like boys and girls that like they can't just have friends of the opposite gender. 
like you have yeah. the option it's like oh like that's the person that, like you want to be dating like that's the person you want to like marry and stuff and that's like that's such an issue in today like probably not even today's society like society as a whole is just like it's hard as a guy to have girlfriends and like as a girl to have guy friends because everyone just like makes that assumption they just assume right. that if guys hang out with a girl then like they like each other my pitch for Jeffrey as a villain is he wants to destroy society because they make it hard for guys to have girlfriends. Bruh, I just want to hang out with my gal pals. Is that <laughs> I know. I'm kidding. I I am just. I want to be the straight gay best friend, but society won't let me. Straight gay best. Pick a side, Jeffrey. Never. <laughs> Anyway, we're like an hour deep into this. Yeah. Um, how long are we thinking about going? Um, two hour podcast. I think we should probably start getting ready to close out pretty soon. Yeah, we should have like a outro. Does anyone have any any further thoughts? No, what do you think? I, it, what do you? No, no, no. no I, one, one last question. If Andrew okay, Tate had a kid, what would it look like, and like how would it act? Hopefully, nothing like Andrew Tate. I know next to nothing about Andrew Tate, so I will. What if not answer this question? Hashtag bless. Yeah, that's that's a good thing. All right, what if Joe Rogan and Andrew Tate lived in the same house and adopted a child from yeah. Earth? What would happen? That child would just murder all women. <laughs> Mass oh genocide God. on the female population, except for those that believe themselves to be beneath him and his servants. His we'll just service. have, like, mass extinction of humanity. Okay, that's all the questions I have. Right. After a yeah. couple years, yes. Top G. Hustlers University. What's the other uh, slang? I don't know. But uh, before I close out, I just want to once again thank Dara thank for coming for on today's podcast. Challenge. The yeah. application process was just so rigorous. Wait. I'm very glad I made it through. Yeah, yeah. We, we didn't think you would for a little bit there, yeah. but you, you made it. It was a, a tight race. Please, 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 people. Please ask to be on the podcast. We need people. Um, but yeah. Wait, Jeffrey, uh, Jeffrey, keep talking. I gotta I'm shoot just your ad. It's okay, guys. I really like the sound of my own voice, so I can just keep talking on. So, Can you guys hear this? No. No? No. How about now? Nope. Nope. Seriously? Nope, your computer's too smart oh, to understand that thing. Wait, it was there for a second. Yeah? Whatever you did, do it again. I, I, there's only so much I could do. Wait, can you guys hear it while I'm talking? Alright, everyone. No. Is it working? No. Dang it. I'll get it next time.
Are you trying to play it from your phone or your computer? My phone. Obviously not my computer. <laughs> I was playing sounds from my computer and they were coming through. Oh, well, I have a headset on. Oh. Well, I'm like, I'm doing this on my computer and I'm playing it through my computer and it's going through. Alright, you can do the outro music. Outro music? Okay, um, let me find non, like, uh, Royalty-free what's it called music? when it's not owned by someone? Thank you. Generic Only the best. Royalty-free means the best. Um... This is just gonna be a really entertaining yeah. section of the podcast. Guys, I just wanna say real quick, Alright guys, and with that, we're going to bring today's episode to an end. You guys can hear the music, right? No. No? Discord is too smart. It's so good! It was such great music. Alright, one second. One second. I can make the music. Oh no. Are you just gonna, like, hum it or something? Alright, maybe, maybe we should Alright, like and with that, ladies and gentlemen, we're bringing today's podcast to an end. Thank you, everyone, so much for listening. Thank you for Dara for appearing on today's episode. Thank you for Landon for and putting up with me once the, again. Thank you, will, for the free audio at the beginning. All... Pre-show. Yeah, I got you. Um, has started. Uh, and...